Air me now. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the True Blue Podcast. I am your host, Zach Sucardi. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast True Blue. Uh, we are here at session 19. It be <laughs> it be uh, September 9th. We're in September. We made it. And here we are. I'm happy to be here. I'm just uh, I was just chilling, just listening to some music, some Silver Apples. Um, their singer, or pretty much their entire band. It's like one dude. It was two dudes, but there's like one main guy. He passed away um, here just last night. So um, I've been jamming their music. I've been jamming their music anyway, to be quite honest with you. Um, but even especially after finding out that their, um, I guess their main dude, their curator, their pepperoni pizza eater, um, Simeon Cox. I probably said his name wrong, but yeah, he passed away yesterday. He was like in his eighties and, uh, yeah, so I've been jamming them and that's what I was doing here earlier. Good shit. Just trying to connect. I'll talk a little bit more about them later on here. So yeah, I, I haven't done a podcast in probably a fuck over a month. I just been like I don't know I've been on like on the moon. I just been elsewhere. Um, I've been taking care of myself. You know, it's not tell you what it's not easy. It's not easy. You know what I'm saying, um, but I am taking care of myself. I'm you know trying to um, stay up with shit and holler at motherfuckers and try to stay active. Action. It's all about that action. What is it? Uh, Faith with faith without works is dead. Um, I had read that somewhere, and it just really rings true. You gotta move. You gotta. You really gotta make fucking. You know. You gotta move. I'm. I mean, shit. I'm fucking telling myself, but I'm telling you guys too. You know. You you gotta move. You can't just think everything. You can't think yourself into. You know, shit just happening. You gotta just. You just gotta do it. Um, there's a couple of real clever fucking sayings. I probably won't be able to um, re, re refer to them properly, but one of them is like, "You gotta think your way, and you, know, you gotta act your way into thinking right instead of thinking your way into acting right." Yeah, something like that. You have to act your way into thinking right instead of thinking uh, right. Uh, you gotta act your way into thinking right instead of thinking your way into acting right. Boom! There we go. Boom! There we go, one for the brain. But yeah, that's pretty cool. I just, I like that. You know, that's sort of like an overwhelming theme that I'm I'm hearing and reading and just, you know, talking to, to my friends and shit. Got to take that action. So since we last spoke, so I'm going to talk about a couple things here since we last spoke. It's been a month. Uh, this is probably a little bit more recent things and just some rando things. I figured I'd fucking just talk about. You know what I mean? Just get off my chest. You know what I mean? Get off my chest. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, shit. So I talked to my mom. I talking to. I, I probably talk about talking. I talk about talking to my mom a lot because she's so cool. She's an older person. She's my mom. She's like just really chill. You know, I can talk to her about all kinds of shit. Um, and I definitely appreciate that connection. If you, if, you know, anyone listening still has their parents around, it's definitely important to connect with those folks. Yeah, and uh, we were we were talking about someone, and I asked my mom if she could see the face of the person that we were reminiscing about, 
And that was kind of cool. I like asking my mom those questions because I don't know that anyone does. And it's like kind of cool to like get her to, um, you know, to kind of like to think like that. And she could. And it's just so cool when you hear an older person like reminisce about like their fucking, you know, whatever childhood, you know, however long ago is really just I don't know. I, I feel like this may sound weird, but I feel kind of like privileged to be there. I feel like honored and grateful to be able to hear that kind of um, kind of detail and um, and those kind of thoughts and stories uh, from my mom. I used to do hospice care where you go sit with folks who are uh, terminally ill or you sit like with their family because I actually I was actually um, assigned to this one to this one lady who um, she like couldn't talk or, or like nothing, you know, so I just pretty much sat there and hung out with her husband. But anyway, just listening to these people's stories and just like being there. I mean, this is my mom, so this is totally different, but still an older person. And just that 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 like connection of, of just listening and being able to like ask questions and stuff. And, you know, it, I find it so fascinating to hear these stories from my mom. Um, and then really anyone like my aunt or really any older person in my family that's uh, willing to like chat about it, which is pretty much my mom and my aunt. The rest of my family is a little bit, a little bit, uh, a little bit closer. They keep it closer, closer to the chest, I guess, or closer to the whatever. They're not as, not as uh, expressive. Um, what else? You know, I had a homie of mine. Shout out to my homie Stephen. Um, he sent me a picture of Zucardi Q wine. It's with the with a Z, so it's Z U C C A R D I, and that's close to my last name because my last name is Zucardi. And it's funny, I once, like probably twice a year, once or twice a year, I'll get a, a text from somebody um, over time, and they'll send me a picture of that wine. My friend Kristen, uh, my sister Bree, and then uh, my homie Steven. So it's those are the people that come to mind recently that have sent me the Zoo, Zucardi Q wine. Sadly, it's not an S, otherwise I'd be probably in the money or just like a wine fucking person or whatever those people are called wine head or wine scholar whatever but that's cool um you ever notice that some people just suck at putting bumper stickers on their car like you see these nice cars and you're like why the fuck would someone fuck their shit up with those kind of bumper stickers or wouldn't you get like your most like sharpest friend to help you put them on there or something so they're on there properly like seriously i see some cars i mean this is over time this is just like a small rant that i mean i can remember I mean, I'm sure you guys feel the same way. You see these nice cars with these shitty bumper stickers. Or do you, you see decent cars and they're like... And when I say shitty bumper stickers, I mean like they're put on there shitty or, you know, most of them are whack, let's be honest. There's only like five or six that are funny or like cool. Um, my homie Joey, shout out to my homie Joey. I know that he listens to this podcast. I think he had a sticker about like, I'm speeding because I have to poop. And I'm pretty sure he told me one time he got pulled over and it it worked in that like the cop was laughing. So shout out to my homie Joey and his poop sticker. Um, oh, so I've been doing this thing where I'm um, I'm sharing like these boring superpowers, and I have a list, and I'll, I'll eventually go over the list here on the podcast. But I'm, I wanted to share uh, uh, another one here that I wrote down. These are my show notes. You know, I put these notes together, and then it takes me a while to like do a show. To record sometimes. 
just procrastination. It's not like I'm fucking, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying. No, but sometimes I am busy and it's, it is hard to make the time, but when I have that free time, so, uh, here I am. But so I wrote this one down. It's, uh, so it's pretty much like a boring superpower would be like a sticker guy. Someone who knows where to stick stickers. When I get stickers, like I have a ton from bands from back in the day. I never want to like put them somewhere that, you know, whatever the item or thing is, it's like perishable and then it's gone. So I've always sort of just saved stickers. Um, but to be able to like know where to stick them, that would be kind of a, a cool slash boring superpower. Um, and also part of the superpower would be cool if you could like easily remove the sticker. I know I've like, I remember I bought a car. What fucking sticker did you have on there? I forget what's kind of sticker. It may have been, God, was it like a support our troops? I don't think I would have got rid of that. Cause like, I'm, you know, I'm like, I don't not support troops. This is back in like early two thousands. I'm trying to think about it. I forget what the fuck sticker it was. Um, but uh, yeah, it was like I got this fucking heat gun and got that fucker off there. But uh, yeah, so that's sort of on my list of boring superpowers. Oh, I thought of another good one the other day, which I shared to my homie Al. Shout out to my homie Al. Um, the superpower would be to read your own handwriting, to be able to read your own handwriting, <laughs> which I've been doing a lot of writing lately. And as I like look it over again and stuff, I'm like, what the fuck? What the hell does that say? So it would be a, kind of a cool, boring superpower to be able to read your own handwriting. <laughs> oh man uh, And I did want to mention When I was talking to my mom Anytime she refers to like anything on like social media Or anything that they like post on the news She calls it the computer She's like yes um, I guess it came from the computer And it just cracks me up Because my mom's old school So um, when she says the computer I know like she means like social media Or some sort of quote or post That they have online from uh from the internet so pretty funny i just wanted to mention that also i i wrote as my next bullet point here and as i read this i uh i'm filled with why i why i wrote it with so many exclamation point question marks bananas why the fuck do bananas have so many damn stickers on them so they have this one that like keeps them together okay i kind of get that but if you're not careful because i like to take them in those plastic bags and leave them in there because if you leave bananas out, like, I don't know, like, I maybe once or twice I had, like, a fruit fly. And after that, I was like, fuck this. Um, so I like to keep them in that plastic shit. But that, that like, sticker that holds them together, you got to, like, take it out of the plastic bag ever so gingerly, like that fucking game um, operation, ever so gingerly. And then you got to cut that fucking, that, that like sticker and, and then just rip it off. And you got to crunch it up right away and throw it out. If you don't, that thing will fucking get stuck on the bag and rip the bag and it just fucks shit up. So, yeah, but I mean, you look at these fucking bananas and there's stickers all over them. Like, I mean, shit. I get some of them, you have to be there for whatever, but damn. I'm ripping off like tons of stickers just to fucking, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I figured, I, or. I wanted to mention that, so apparently it seemed to be important, so I'm happy to be sharing that with you. Um, and hey, I've been thinking about, I may have shared this before, but all these places that have to take your, your temperature because of COVID, wouldn't it be crazy if that was like the one thing that we didn't ever advance in was like checking temperatures and we still had to fucking get the thermometer like up the butt? 
Oh my god, could you imagine that? Like we we came this far with all this shit, but we never figured that part out. And everywhere <laughs> everywhere you go that they have to take your fucking temperature. They got to tip fucking get old school with it. Could you imagine that? I mean, I swear it'd be like no one at the gym and people who would be at the gym may be questionable. <laughs> I'm just joking, but um but yeah, that would be funny. I was just thinking about that. I was like, man, this temperature shit with these guns is shit, man. Back in the day, these folks probably like be like, man, we're fucking so lucky. I bet even like 1960 they were saying that with the you know with the thermometer under the under the tongue. Um, this is this is going way back, but yeah, it just it just kind of made me laugh. I'm like, it'd be kind of funny if <laughs> they had like a little tent or something. And gosh, it would probably cost a lot. And <laughs> just throwing out all those thermometers, my God, probably <laughs> probably very unsanitary. Or yeah, it probably would not be. Unsanitary. Yeah, I think I said that right. Unsanitary. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. And the last thing I wrote, and I want to kind of touch on this, is I feel like like I started this episode off with, air me now, and I couldn't think of where I got that from. I always think about, oh, it's probably from Chappelle Show. I always think a lot of my references come from there, Saturday Night Live, Simpsons, and I just assume that's it. And I, uh, I know that here recently that uh, I was watching Ali G and that came from the Ali G show. That's how like when he's plays the character Ali G, he starts his shit air me now. Um, and it just, it's really funny to me, but it's funny. It's like, I have these, like these references, these constant references. It's like they're lost references. And I've pieced some of them together over the years, just from rewatching things or uh, excuse me, listening to things. Sometimes I'll be talking with my sister. We'll be reminiscing or talking. She'll bring up something. And I'll be like, oh, that's where that's from. Because we used to watch a lot of Saturday Night Live when we were kids. Like old school shit. Like, you know, 80s, 90s Saturday Night Live. Um, and we saw a ton of shit that we still reference to this day. So um, I just think about how I have like a list of these lost references in my head. And sometimes I'm able to place them. Sometimes I just, you know, I... I say it a lot or it comes back and then I'm like alright let me try to find it online usually never works usually have to try to just remember it or uh, talk talk with a friend or you know someone from back in the day but yeah I'm sure you guys have that too like you know you like just getting older and you, you have these things that you do and say with certain groups of friends or whatever you, you know you do or say with yourself I know when I hear certain words or phrases that are in songs I go right to how it's said or how it's sung in that song and I almost feel like I have to sing it to myself you know when I hear the the particular phrase that's just an example of like a reference that I like keep with myself uh, and I'll of course do it around friends and stuff so it's it's fun but you just think about like gosh it's like all these references all these things that are like funny you know we all we all have them so just something Something I wanted to touch on there. So, yeah, that was cool. That was since we last spoke. That's just me kind of riffing, just talking all kinds of shit. Um, hopefully that there was some uh, value in that and you enjoyed it. Zucardi Q wine. See, yeah, that's just, you know, so all this good shit here, you know. Um, so, yeah, thanks for, for rocking with me with that. So now the self-care tip of the week. You know, I was talking to my friend Megan. Shout out to my friend Megan. Um, about what it could be. And she's like, you know, why don't you talk about how you should take a day and to treat yourself? Whatever that looks like. It can be as big as, you know, the spa massage shit 
or it can be as small as smoking blunts and playing records. But just to highlight how important it is to just treat yourself and be easy on yourself. We've been having some colder weather like right away here in, in Albuquerque. So like immediately I'm like hooded sweatshirt, like big hooded sweatshirt. It's just like pajama pants and like I just think about cozy shit, you know. It's just and it's nice to just like I took off today and do shit. I just chilled, just fucking chilled. Fucking it was awesome. Um, And it was just nice. And it's just nice to kind of have those days, um, however big or small. Like I said, it doesn't have to be anything fancy. so I just I just wanted to sort of share this as a self care tip. I thought it was it was a great suggestion by my friend Megan, because you know you just you have your schedule, you you're doing what you're doing, everything's so routine, and it's important to take that that amount of time, um, even if it's not a full day or it's daily or whatever. Just that you that just that you do it, that you take that action. For me, you know, like I said, playing records, smoking a little weed. Um, I love playing music. I mean, I just love it. I can't say it enough, guys. I just fucking love it. I can play music all day. It's just, it's great, whether it's records or um, on my Spotify and shit. So, and then uh, talking with friends on the phone. I'm a, I'm a chatty motherfucker. So, you know, I like to I like to connect with people. And what I'll do, talk on the phone, play some music in the background. Not like annoying. I hate, I'm not trying to do that. That's fucking really whack. But, um, yeah, play a little music in the background, just chill, you know what I mean? So, uh, another thing I like to do is swim. I've been, you know, swimming at the gym. That's, uh, that's definitely a way that I can treat myself and take care of myself. And then just even fucking walking, plain and simple, motherfucking walking. Go on walks with my dog or just, just go, go, going for walks. I, I know I've mentioned this before, but I used to go to New York City and I didn't fuck with cabs or buses subways i'd walk my ass i mean if it wasn't if it was super far i'm not stupid i would take a subway or um bus or whatever the fuck usually subway but otherwise i'd walk no probo babo i'd fucking have my disc man or some shit or my ipod my ipod mini and then i would just go walk into wherever the fuck you know wherever i was headed i've been doing some reading lately you know got some poems i want to share with you guys I've been reading um, the autobiography of Malcolm X. Um, I'm on like chapter three, so I just started it. Really enjoy it. Um, I'll get into him on another episode, but really, really enjoying it. Um, and then a uh, couple of things. I I watched something funny. Like, gosh, today I saw some shit about panda bears. I like pandas. They're fucking awesome. They're hilarious. And I watched this like this woman who takes care of them try to like get them to get out of this basket. I don't know. It was really stupid, but really funny. And it it was like sweet, you know, like I wasn't cracking up, but it was just like one of those things where I needed something. I need something sort of chill. So I was sitting on my couch today and I was watching some of that. It was, it was pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, just simple shit, even lounging with your dog, connecting with a friend. I mean, also you can go big, you know, going on vacation, treating yourself, you know, really being good to yourself. I mean, why the hell do we work so hard? Why the fuck do we slave and do we fucking, you know, we we get little sleep and all these things that we that we do on a daily, on a weekly, on a yearly. You know, you got to enjoy it. Otherwise, you're just you're just not doing it right. 
I'm not telling you how to enjoy it, but I got to tell you that you got to enjoy it. So shout out to uh, my homegirl, Megan, who when I come to Jersey, I've been staying with her, which is the best. She's like the best to stay with. She's, you know, like she leaves me be. We just chill. You know, I mean, she lets me come and go. It's it's uh, yeah, it's it's awesome. So shout out to her. So that's it. That's the self-care tip of the week is take some time and treat your damn self. All right. All right. All right, so now we're going to get into the poetry part here. So I decided to read a little bit um, of Charles Bukowski um, from his collection. This actually came out after he passed away. It's called Open All Night. I got this when I first, I think, came out to Albuquerque. I got it at a, at a bookstore. It was used. Uh, I read maybe two or three poems out of it, and I thought this was, this was good and um, that it was used. It was even better, you know. I like that whole vibe of books, you know. Gotta love the way these books smell, you know. It's like there's something to a book, you know. Know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? So anyway, um, I'm gonna read some poems out of this book. He's very prose written, and meaning he kind of just writes these like um, he writes things he experiences and these observations. Um, they're not like necessarily rhyming. They're not necessarily in a in a poetic form, but it's it's awesome. Um, for those of you who don't know Charles Bukowski, um, he's very popular in the underground scenes, um, avant-garde, and he's um, he's just sort of like that "fuck you" kind of guy. He's like kind of like a Johnny Cash figure, um, a little bit with his like with his attitude. Um, really, really cool shit. When I first got into poetry, he was a name that was you know sort of like, hey, if you like some some like um kind of off the wall stuff or just stuff that really gets into some crazy stories and stuff then you definitely dig him so i remember going into barnes and noble the poetry section and just like picking up one of his books and um reading through it and really enjoying it and just like laughing my ass off and then there's a, a book of his called hot water music i think it's like a collection of stories and like prose and poems and there's a, a hardcore punk band called Hot Water Music that's pretty popular. So um, I've heard the band first when I was a kid. And then tracking it back to Bukowski I thought was uh, really cool. I like when that happens, when you're able to track back the reference. And you didn't realize like this was f- originally from that or this was sampled in that. That's always a cool, cool feeling. So anyway, I'm going to get right to the poems here. Um, I just have them, let's see here, labeled so... First one I'm going to read is called Jane and Prince. We all lived together in a small shack in central L.A. There was a woman in bed with me then, and there was a very large dog on the foot of the bed. And as they slept, I listened to them breathe, and I thought, they depend on me. How very curious. I still had that thought in the morning after our breakfast while backing the car out of the drive. The woman and the dog on the front step sitting and watching me. As I laughed and waved, and as she smiled and waved, and the dog watched as I backed out into the street and disappeared into the city. Now tonight, many years later, I still think of them sitting there on that front step. It's it's like an old movie, 50 years old, that nobody ever saw or could understand but me. And even though some critics would dub this ordinary, I like it very much. This is great. This is just like 
just a nostalgic uh, thought, something that came to him and just sort of very simple. He's able to make peace with it. And it has sort of a sad undertone. But I like he says, as I laughed and waved and as she smiled and waved and the dog watched as I backed out into the street and disappeared into the city. Now tonight, many years later, I still think of them sitting there on that front step. Yeah, isn't that cool? Now tonight, many years later, I still think of them. I think we all have that with a person, place, thing, experience or whatever. Hopefully fondly. Um, or nostalgic or whatever. But hopefully fondly. Something positive somewhere. It's like an old movie 50 years old that nobody ever saw or could understand but me. And even though some critics would dub this ordinary, I like it very much. I dig that. I So there, there's a movie called Patterson. It's about a bus driver named Patterson who drives a bus in Patterson, New Jersey, and he gets into the poetry and, and everything. And it's kind of like a day in the life. It's kind of a boring movie. It's two hours something, I think, as well. So it's kind of long. But I really dug it because it's sort of like I understood it. I felt like I I like get this. I could see this being me. Um in another world or another time, another place. So, pretty cool. Jane and Prince. All right, so let's go to the next one. I have about like five or six. So hopefully you all enjoying this shit here. All right, let's find it. All right, this one is called Miracle Man. In this neighborhood, about four blocks north and two south, sits a small house, paint peeling and weeds growing in the front yard. And all around this house are other houses with perfect green lawns, trimmed hedges, flowers, and polished autos sitting in the drives. I like this guy, I tell my woman. I'd sure like to see him, you know, see what he looks like. I've seen him, says my woman. Yeah? Yeah? How? When? Twice. And each time it was the same. He was just sitting in his window and he had his hat on and pulled down low over his eyes. Beautiful, I say beautiful. I keep driving by hoping to see him for myself, but I never do. Anyhow, for me, he's the salvation of this neighborhood. It's when people are all the same that everything gets named and useless, and here's this saint without a name. Let me read that again. Let me read that part again. I keep driving by hoping to see him for myself, but I never do. Anyhow, for me, he's the salvation of this neighborhood. It's when people are all the same that everything gets named and useless. And here's this saint without a name. That's fucking awesome. I dig that. I'll just leave it at that. Alright, this next one is on page 201. 201 is the area code I'm from in New Jersey. You just never forget things. It's probably a part of some of my like emails and shit. Alright, this one's called This Habit. It's done by living through the women, and finally without them. It's done standing by the window and watching a small dog walk past. It's done in a cafe while reading the race results and eating a sandwich. It's done while, while talking to your daughter, who is now a grown woman in college. It's done while weeding the garden as you recover from the mess of yesterday. Later the words come, and later the words come, the goddamn lovely words come again and again. As you sit alone and type, I can hear you typing at night, says my neighbor. Oh, I'm sorry. No, he says, it's a pleasant sound. He's right, it is. And when I don't make that sound for two or three days, I become fretful. My face 
has an unhealthy hue, and you must believe me, I have visions of my death. But when I'm typing, I'm immortal. Well, maybe not immortal, but this habit, this old typewriter, and this old man live well together. Pretty fucking awesome. He says, well, maybe not immortal, but this habit, this old typewriter, and this old man live well together. You know, find your fucking vice, find your language, find your, um, find your avenue, you know, where you feel this way, where you live well together, simply put. All right, so two more. This one is called The Way It Is Now. I'll tell you, I've lived with some gorgeous women, and I was so bewitched by those beautiful creatures that my eyebrows twitched. But I'd rather drive to New York backwards <laughs> than to live with any of them again. <laughs> the next classic stupidity will be the history of those fellows who inherit my female legacies. In their case, as in mine, they will find that madness is caused by not being often enough alone. That's fucking awesome and hilarious. But I'd rather drive to New York <laughs> backwards than to live with any of them again. That's fucking brutal. The next classic stupidity will be the history of those fellows who inherit any female, who inherit my female legacies. In their case, as in mine, they will find that madness is caused by not being often enough alone. That's cool. I like how he how he puts that often enough alone. I've always, I mean, I've heard ex girlfriends and I've um, friends tell me that they weren't alone enough in their life before they got with their husband, wife, or whatever. Um, and I understand that sentiment. And that's kind of what this makes me think of a little bit. I mean, this is this is funny, though. Um, I like that one. Drive to New York backwards. That's so fucking funny. All right, so last one. Last one. This one is called Hello. I should fucking start it with this one. What the fuck's my problem? Should have started with this. All right, anyway, it's called Hello. Sometimes even writing doesn't help, and you are there alone with whatever is killing you, and the senselessness of the walls penetrate you, and over in the corner the bottle sits. Your last friend, your last lover, your other keyboard. Hello there. I'm going to read that again. Sometimes even writing doesn't help, and you are there alone with whatever is killing you, and the senselessness of the walls penetrate you, and over in the corner the bottle sits. Your last friend, your last lover, your other keyboard. Hello there. Yeah, I mean, fuck. Like, your last friend, your last lover, your other keyboard. Like, when he said your other keyboard, I was like, okay. I get what he's saying there. But your last friend and your last lover. You know, uh... It's either calling the bottle that. It's, it could be calling the experiences with that. could be calling the associations with that. Your last friend, your last lover, your other keyboard. But he's saying, from what I'm getting from this, that's um, the relationship he has with it. The multifaceted relationship. Hello there. Yeah, um, a really, uh, really like insightful poet you know not afraid to be vulnerable not afraid to talk about his uh his ups his downs um it's a refreshing read anytime i read charles bukowski um a very refreshing read 
So yeah, check this out. It's uh, from the poetry book, Open All Night. Open All Night. All right, fucking A. We're going to go to the um, True Blue playlist. Again, thanks for hanging in there with me. Fucking how long have we been on this mall walker? Let's see here. 32 minutes. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. All right, so we have the True Blue playlist. So the song I'm going to talk about is um, by the band Silver Apples. The song I talk, the, uh, the band I talked about at the beginning of the podcast. Uh, the song is called I Have Known Love, and it's on their album Contact. It's their second album. You know, I've been listening to this uh, album a lot in the past probably like three months. Really enjoying it. I have uh, an album of theirs that I that I got in 2007. I had just got back from Seattle. My homie Tom, shout out to my friend Tom, um, got me into them probably in like early 2000s. And he made me a copy of their album, The Garden. And then when I was came back here in Albuquerque, my friend Mike at Astro Zombie, shout out Mike, he, um, he had their record there. I couldn't believe it. And he was actually a fan himself, and we talked about it. Really cool. But anyway, this is on their second album called Contact, and the song is great. I mean, it's like it's it's a beautiful song. Um, it um, has great vocals, really great background harmonies as well. What's cool about Silver Apples is uh, there's no guitar; it's just synthesizer and drums. Um, there might be a little bit guitar on some of his other albums, but at least um, Contact um, and this song in particular there is no guitar so it's just it's a it's a duo it's two guys it's um the like singer and like main dude um and then it's the drummer um so really cool the song is very sort of like a a playful song but very like poetic as well um great harmonies and like you 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 hear this like consistent sort of background um with the synthesizer throughout and it's real cool like the a lot of layers with it and what's so neat about this is this came out in the fucking 60s like the late 60s so to be using a synthesizer during those times definitely um didn't happen at almost at all within rock music or anything other than like i think i, I saw something was about like composing music or classical music um so this was sort of well this wasn't sort of this was groundbreaking and to hear it today, it's just it sounds so cool. And you think about, gosh, man, people were doing this shit back in the '60s. They were tapping into this kind of, you know, this kind of sound. Um, and it just, it's really just a great listen. the The entire album, um, I've not been disappointed with anything that I've heard from this band. And they have a cool name, Silver Apples. It it just it like sticks with you. It's like it's almost like they chose a color, and then they chose a fruit. But uh, really cool, really cool shit. I'm really happy to be sharing this with you. Um, I wanted to share some of the some of the lyrics. They're very poetic, and I just really enjoyed them from this song. It goes, And I have danced between the stars with music sung by sweet guitars. And I have danced between the stars with music sung by sweet guitars. I have done some things that can't be done. I have done some things that can't be done. And I have danced between the stars. And I have smiled inside the storm, reaching higher to keep warm. And I have smiled inside the storm, reaching higher to keep warm. I have known love, and love has won. I have smiled inside the storm. I burn my fingers on the sun. I mean, come on. Are you fucking kidding me how amazing that is? 
Like, there's some great lines in here. I mean, jeez. He, he says, uh, reaching higher to keep warm, and I've smiled inside the storm. <sighs> reaching higher to keep warm? What do you think that means? Reaching higher to keep warm. What do you think that fucking means? And I have smiled inside the storm? <sighs> I mean, damn. Talk about, like, some real deal right there. I love that. That's like, it's it's powerful. I've smiled inside the storm. You know, life is not perfect, that's for sure. Reaching higher to keep warm. I mean, come on. I have known love and love has won. I have smiled inside the storm. I burn my fingers on the sun. Ah, I love it. Just love it. When I hear stuff like this, I mean, reading these lyrics, hearing a song like this, it just brings you closer to it. It's like a religious experience. <laughs> not to sound so corny. But when you like break it down like this and you connect with music and the words and you know you can make it your own and and it's just the best. And that's what I got from this song. So I'll be adding this to the True Blue playlist. Again, the song is called I Have Known Love by Silver Apples off of their album Contact. All right. Well, hey, that's it, everybody. That's it for session 19. I am your host, Zach Sucardi. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast True Blue. Thanks again for checking this out, and I hope you guys have a great week. Peace.